0: My counsel would be to those of you who are considering running for office, how about you run for school board because you want better schools? Well, you've heard of the conservative-led school board rebellions around the country. How about one in San Francisco? that succeeded and you won't believe how well. I'm Scott Ott with Bill Whittle and Stephen Green. This episode of Right Angle brought to you by the members of BillWhittle.com. And these are the kind of people who also like videos on social media platforms and set the little Liberty Bell notification thing and subscribe and rate and thumbs up and all that kind of stuff. You're one of those. Go ahead and do that. We are grateful for when you do that, even on our podcast platforms. Go ahead and do that there, too. Write us a review on iTunes. Um, Gentlemen... San Francisco voters have just recalled three school board members and not just three school board members, the president and vice president of the board and another very high profile school board member in Overwhelming numbers, uh, and what I mean by that is San Francisco, which, by the way, went 80% Biden in the 2020 election, has just thrown out these three progressive school board members by percentages like 72%, 75%, and 79%. Tossed them out on their ear, and apparently because they thought they had forgotten that they were school board members and got involved in other things. Uh, Bill Whittle, I'd like to to start with you. Um, the the board president—and I'm not going to name names here because, frankly, these people should just vanish into the dustbin of history and we should never have to think of their names again—but uh, the board president, who was just recalled, said that the recall was a consequence of, quote, her fight for racial justice— and uh, and this by this, she means um, the focus on getting some 44 schools renamed so that they were no longer referred to as like Abraham Lincoln High School or Thomas Jefferson or George Washington or Francis Scott Key or even Robert Louis Stevenson. These schools had to be renamed because of the racial uh, overtones and the colonialism that, uh, that stank up the place. Um, so she says this is she got recalled because of her fight for racial justice. And listen to this. White supremacists are enjoying this, meaning the recall results, and support of the recall is aligned with this, meaning white supremacism. Bill, what do you think of the Democrat, racist, white supremacist voters of San Francisco throwing out this social justice warrior?
1: All is proceeding as I have foreseen. (laughs) get woke go broke is is has it's a universal law it's like gravity or thermodynamics I'm not aware of any exceptions to this. What is essentially happening though is that there is a bell curve of people that is that is moving through this increasing wokeness and as and as we start to get to the point where it's starting to affect actual progressives, now that actual progressives have to actually start living by actual progressive policies, it's time to throw the progressives out. That's what the progressives say. See how it works? Um, And and the beautiful thing here, the beautiful thing here is that when you think about the the kind of parents that go to, uh, that, that, that live in San Francisco, for one thing, who have basically spent the last six years, five years, certainly, saying that all Republicans and all Donald Trump supporters are racist and white supremacists, Now they've been called white racists and white supremacists, and they know that they're not. And so I wonder if it is beginning to dawn on some of them that this label has been applied a bit maliciously and perhaps with too broad a a brush. That's what I that's what I wonder. Mm. Well,
0: Stephen Green, um, as I mentioned, you know, Joe Biden won San Francisco by a huge supermajority of the vote there. And uh, similar kinds of supermajorities tossed out these progressive school board members. Um, I, I wonder if, as, a, as an analyst of the political scene such as you are, you begin to wonder whether the Democrats are eating their own. And what does this bode for the 2022 midterm congressional elections?
2: Well, uh, first of all, I'd just like to, to mention that when I lived in San Francisco in the in the early 90s, I was actually very aware of the white supremacist movement there. Uh, it was a, a guy named Hank. He was a crack addict, and he panhandled on the corner of Gary and Larkin near my apartment. So I yeah, occasionally give him a cigarette. It was, it was quite the movement. Um, I can't believe she had the gall to say that, but of course she did. I don't know why she I'm surprised. What else could it be? Uh, anyway uh the the scott you're right the scale of this thing is just amazing to give it, to give you an idea. Jezebudin is san francisco's openly communist district attorney who's very busy not enforcing the city's laws, which is what's allowed all these organized uh retail crime rings to to force stores to close down because they can't keep any product on their shelves and all the rest um he won in a special election back in, I think it was twenty nineteen. I've got the uh, the numbers here. turnout was was pretty good for a special election. It was about fifty percent. And uh they do this 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 tiered voting thing, you know, where you rank your candidates. So he didn't actually get half of the uh half of the votes, but he still managed to uh, to win the election with uh what was it? Um uh eighty excuse me forty percent of the voters turned out and so that's about uh let's see there are about half a million registered voters so about two hundred thousand voters showed up and he won with uh eighty seven thousand votes out of out of the total votes cast for district attorney eighty seven thousand votes with forty percent turnout now um all three of the recalled board members. uh, Let's see. One got recalled with uh, 100,000 votes. Uh, The other Hmm. got recalled with 96,000 votes in favor of kicking them out of the office. And the one who did best, that was uh, Maliga, uh, got kicked out with 92,000 votes. So all of these people, all of these woke, progressive school board members got more votes to kick them out than Cheza Boudin did to put him into office. And the real kicker is turnout for last week's special recall election was only 26%. So you had far fewer voters voting in much bigger numbers against this woke agenda. What does that mean for the midterms in uh, later this year in November of 2022? I have no idea how it's going to play out, but you might be able to steal a national election with uh, with a handful of democrat run counties like uh, like like Philadelphia and Atlanta and and uh and Detroit. But you can't do that in every congressional district in this country. The infrastructure simply isn't there. And if I were a democrat right now, I wouldn't be thinking about my recall chances. I'd be trying to think about how I'm going to beat all those other unelected fools out of a sweet talking gig on MSNBC next year. (laughs)
0: So the the mayor of San Francisco, London Breed, um, is in an awkward position now because um, she has to pick the replacements for these three school board members who have been um, tossed out. And she says, look, this isn't a Republican or Democrat thing. This comes down to the fact that the school board wasn't focused on the business of school um, and that parents were upset that their kids were still at home, uh, desperately trying to do remote learning and falling further behind with each passing day. And I guess I have fallen farther behind because I can't remember the difference between further and farther. But uh, in any case, even if you're in the classroom, you don't always learn, apparently. Uh, And so she's saying uh, if they had not focused on politics but rather focused on schooling, then they wouldn't have caused this problem. And that – she adds she didn't – it's not that she didn't care about renaming schools or doing things like changing the merit system for getting into an academically advanced sort of uh, specialty school – changing it from a merit system to a lottery because too many Asian Americans and whites were getting into this this special academic challenge school, uh, that if they had just focused on getting schools open, getting kids back to school, that they might've done okay. So she's now gonna pick their replacements. And she says, here's what she's looking for. She's looking for people that are going to focus on the priorities of the school district, not on politics and stepping stones and so forth. And when I read that, I thought, Well, that's smart. That's just a shrewd political move. First of all, it's a smart thing to say in the wake of a recall election, no matter what you felt before the recall election. Um, But it also occurs to me that it's good counsel for Republicans running for lower offices around the country. And the reason I say that is because I had a little bit of an insider's view of that for a short period of time, and I saw a lot of people who were really focused on seeing lower offices, so-called, like school boards, like township supervisors, like county commissioners and such, as stepping stones to higher office. And therefore, when they ran for office they would make what I thought were just irrational comments about big national political issues that had nothing to do with the focus of a local office. And I thought, who the heck are they talking to? And why are they saying, you know, there's some guy running for school board who's mouthing off on abortion or something. I'm like, I, unless you're performing abortions in the school, I don't think that this is really a campaign <laughs> issue Ugh. here. Um, and so I guess my counsel would be to those of you who are considering running for office – how about you run for school board because you want better schools? And how about you have a plan for that? And how about you get together with some other conservatives who have a good plan for that and maybe run together as a team so that you actually have a legislative uh, force there or a legislative majority so that you can go in there and actually make a difference. And instead of acting like you're the next guest on you know Fox News, why don't you start acting like somebody who cares about the outcome of a public school education and do that? And if we did that, then the other stuff takes care of itself. Because if you excel at one level, the people will ask you to move to another level. You don't have to put yourself forward as that. Uh, Jesus tells a great parable about people who come to a feast and immediately run to go sit in the best seats. And then somebody more important than them comes along and, sa- and the master of the house says, Hey, why don't you give up your seat to this more important guy? It's smarter to sit in the worst seat and be a good guest there, and then get invited to move up to the better seats. And maybe some of our conservative political brethren will figure out a way to do that at the so-called unimportant little offices like school board. For Bill Whittle and Stephen Green, I'm Scott Odd. Thanks to the members at BillWhittle.com for making Right Angle possible.